0: What is happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts.
1: And I'm Sarah Lucy. And this is Brandon, your comprehensive guide to creative branding.
0: And on this episode of the podcast, we have an amazing guest with us today. This guy blows my mind every time I see him. You know, Sarah and I, we go to a lot of conferences. That's how we get out there and meet people and build our brand. Uh, whether it's a podcast conference or Sarah Goes to FinCon, which is kind of a podcast conference too, or it's a business conference. We run into a lot of, of uh, advertisers. You know, they've always got that... Uh, what are those called, sir? I can't even think of the name of it. Where they set up the tables? What's that exhibition called? Exhibition booths. That's it, right there. It's an exhibition Sponsor booth booths? Yeah, something exhibition, like that. Exhibition, exhibition, exhibition.
1: They are exhibitions.
0: <laughs> I need more monster this morning, but <laughs> no. When we see these exhibitors, how's that? But we see these exhibitors out there, and I'll tell you, regardless of the con- uh, the conference that I'm at, there's not one booth that stands out as well as these guys booth it is amazing the name of their company is Mopod, and they specialize in podcast advertising but this is one half of their dynamic duo and his name is joe rubin joe welcome to the podcast
2: oh thank you so much for having me on today this is great
0: and again you know i can't say enough cool things about you guys you you really have this very unique i'll call it an aura to your brand That just really, it does, it stands out regardless of the conference. And again, I go to conferences all the freaking time and I've never seen another company stand out at a conference the way that you and Mike do.
2: That is good to hear, honestly, because that is my goal and mission accomplished. So you <laughs> go home today. This is, this is good. I'm calling it. a day. All right. Well, thanks
0: for, thanks for yeah. coming yeah, thanks on the show. We me. appreciate Time it. Time to retire.
2: <laughs> no, that's, it is, it, it is good to hear actually. Cause that is really our goal is, is to stand out and to be noticed. Uh, you know, you mentioned it earlier, you know, there's tons of booths. that And that is how you go and that's how you get noticed. And that's what we do as well. We, we pick the good conferences to go to and we show up and we try to make everybody know that we're there, right? We paid the fee, right? We're spending all the cash and the airplane tickets and the hotels and the food and the, and the sponsorship fees and the booth table costs and all the shit that goes around with it. Like, I don't want to go home and be like, you know, that's pretty good. Like maybe, maybe someone will call me, you know, like I want to go there and like (laughs) rock it, you know, I want to own that. And that's our goal. And, and it, and it works. I think, it, I, you know, you do it. I see you there all the time. And I, you know, I, I, it, that's how it is. You got to brand yourself. You got to make sure people know that you're there and, and drum up business.
0: So yeah. how did, tell me the kind of the backstory on Mopod. How did it yeah. actually get started? And I mean, what was the birth of your brand?
2: Yeah. So we started in the newsletter space. Actually, we were sending subscribers to uh, companies like Morning Brew uh, before mm-hmm. they got acquired and the hustle before they got acquired and, and and a dozen dozens of other newsletters where they were looking for just email subscribers so we had nothing to do with podcasts at all when we started mm-hmm. uh, and then they started asking us hey we also have a podcast can you send people to our podcast and we're like no we can't do that we don't know I don't know anything about it uh, so we said no like five times to all these people and finally we're like, you know, we're leaving a lot of potential money on the table here. We got to learn what a freaking podcast is and start doing this, you know, so uh, we didn't want to go in and just be like, oh, yeah, now we can we can advertise your podcast. Sure. Like we, we we're like, all right, we need to f- feel the pain and understand what a podcast is, how it works. Uh, you know, what, what are the ins and outs like, and talk the talk and be able to sound smart about podcasts before we got in there and started selling services to podcasters and sounded like, and you sound like a dumbass, right? Like I hate when I get calls and people try to sell me and they and I know more about what they're doing than they do. Right. Like yeah. I hate that. So I, I, I wanted to be an expert. I wanted to, me and Mike, we wanted to know what the hell we were doing. So we set up our own podcast. As you can imagine, the first one was a smashing piece of shit. It sucked. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing.
1: We have officially lost our clean rating just from this episode Ooh. already.
0: Sorry, not, I'm sorry. not at all. You're fine, man. You're, You're fine. fine. <laughs> I, I, I dropped off from time, time to time.
2: You have to put that adult rating on the side. <laughs> on the side yeah, <laughs> this sorry, is
1: branded explicit.
2: <laughs> no, so, it's, it's... so it sounded like crap. Okay. So we were like, all right, let's figure this out. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to record it. And they, my microphone sucked. And like you heard the echo and. It, it was like, it, it was just garbage. Right. And I'm like, I can't sell something like this and sound smart. So we started working on it we started getting better at doing our own podcast and figuring it out. And finally we're like, all right, this, we we not understand what podcasting is. We understand the technologies in the space. Uh, let's try to promote it and see if it works. And once again, we started up and it sucked, right? Like it was like, well, we just blew a lot of our own money and nobody's listening like that was garbage right so we just did that for a while and then finally we're like all right we're getting pretty good at this you know and uh and once we got to be a point where we're like you know this this is legitimate we know uh, we kind of know about podcasting now we know about advertising podcasting and what it takes and what the what the metrics look like and what what we're supposed to do and how to potentially even make some money on this and you know to, to get it down to our cost down where our costs are less than you know what we're what we're charging uh, and we went out there and we're like hey we're gonna give it a shot you know you're beta customer number one. You know, we may not do great at all, in which case, you know, it's on us. We'll eat the whole thing. And yeah. people are like, okay, sure. It's on you. Sure. Right. So uh, we went out with that approach uh, and then we started getting pretty good at it. You know, we didn't make decent money at first. You now, sometimes we won, we lost a little bit, you know, maybe we made okay. But we started selling it on that performance guarantee, right? Where we weren't going to just say, all right, give me an arbitrary amount of money and we'll give you an arbitrary amount of listeners, right? We were like, here's what you're going to buy. Here's what we're going to deliver. And if we don't deliver, we're just going to keep delivering until we deliver. And if we stop making money and, we're, and it's, out, it's out of our pocket, well, that's on us, right? And people are like, sure, I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm paying for. And if you screw up, it's on you and it's up to you to take the risk. Uh, sure. So that's how that was sort of the backstory on that. And people like that business model.
0: Well, I think it's interesting that you're throwing it out there and, you know, you're taking that hit. You're taking on all the risk. And I think a lot of people tend to overlook that fact, not just at you specifically, but at building a brand or building a business. You know, you have to put it out there. I mean, we hear guys like Gary V and these Alex Ramosis and all these cat daddies that are out there talking about you have to give, 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 give. And you've built an amazing business that's globally recognized for what it does, and you started off by doing what? Giving. You said, we will do this for you, and we eat the cost if we have to, and you built on that. Not only did you prove your concept, you learned along the way, and that's a sacrifice that a lot of people aren't willing to make. So what is it from an internal character perspective that allowed you to go, hmm, this is what we have to do to make this work?
2: It's an entrepreneurial mindset. I've been in the entrepreneur space since like 2000. Uh, I've been, I started my own company, raised my own capital back in, in like the dot-com bubble, you know, like b- before the bubble burst, obviously. Uh, and the dot-com boom, that's, that was, that's the current, that's the term.
0: So yeah. <laughs> I've been in this space
2: for a while, and I understand that you have, that if you're not going to take any risk, you're in the wrong space. You gotta, you gotta put it out there and you have to be prepared to lose some money at first and experiment and and screw it up and fail and hear lots of no's, uh, and take, all of that feedback to heart and figure out if what you're doing is still worth it and, and if you should continue down that path or if you should change it up somehow and, and figure something else out. Uh, and that's just what you have to do. And, and like, even today, like, I, it wasn't today, yesterday, yesterday, still, I lost money on a campaign. You know, I, I screwed it up. Yeah. I, you know, we, and we, we over-delivered and they ca- the customer was happy and I lost money. You know, it just, it still happens. We were trying something new. That wasn't
0: uh, on our account. Was it,
2: was that our account? It, no, no, it, you, did, we, you did. Did we crush right. it
0: yesterday and I haven't you seen the numbers it. yet?
2: <laughs> no, no, we did all right. Um, oh, but okay. it, was, it was just another kind of just, it just happens. We were trying something new, trying about a new piece of technology that our thing is building the technology around this to make this easier, streamline. streamlined, we're an ad tech company. So we're constantly innovating the technologies and sometimes we screw it up and there's a bug and, and, and just, it, it just doesn't happen. It happened yesterday. So, uh, but that's sort of the mindset that you have to be in. And, and, you know, I kicked myself in the butt, you know, for losing some cash and it just, and I, and I went on and I fixed the problem and try to make it better.
1: No, I was actually thinking uh, with what you were saying before with starting your podcast and everything pod fade is just so, so prevalent. And that just people start a podcast and they just give up. And you made me think like one of the reasons that it is that way is because with this, you're trying something. And if you're failing, you're failing publicly. And that can make it so much more difficult because you're putting out this content and then you look back and realize, okay, that sucked, but people already saw it. So that True. that makes it so much more difficult. How do you get around that? Like, How did you get yourselves to just keep going?
2: So we use it. Well, so two, two things. One, we use it. It's not just a podcast. We originally started it as this sort of this test experiment bed, right? So the podcast was was cool, but the actual coolness of the podcast is sort of, it, it sort of grew on a life of its own, which was really cool. Now we love doing the podcast. Yeah. We still run our ads to the podcast and we still exp- and push our own podcast. Obviously we're still eating our own cooking, but we love doing it. I'm actually recording another episode tonight. It, it's a great podcast. We have so much fun doing it. And if you don't have fun doing it, you need to stop doing it, right? If you hate doing it, it's like people start podcasts like, oh, let me just start it. And, and a lot of people started the podcast as I'm sure you remember over the pandemic, right? I'm like, I'm stuck at sure. home. Uh, I can't do anything. Hey, let me start a podcast. Right. So there's definitely, there was definitely a big bump of starting podcasts and failing podcasts, uh, you know, all at the same time. Cause you know, I'm three episodes in and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't really like this. And I sound like crap and I, I have nothing interesting to actually say. And, you know, so there was a lot of that, uh, but still to your question, even people who are doing a good job and have something interesting to say, interesting to say, uh, have that pod fade effect where, you know, I, I'm 25 episodes in and now it's gone, right? Like, so there's definitely some of that where even if you're pretty good at it, you just you burn out or you get bored or something happens and you stop, you know? So
0: the the podcast has been such a critical component to everything that you're doing. And I mean, we're not sitting here pitching podcasts. Well, maybe we are, Uh, but at the same time, you know, (laughs) your, your podcast has helped you build a community that's around your brand and that's something that i've seen you guys do on a a whole other level you know because again mentioning you at the conferences and whatnot not only do you have i mean you you have your mopod groupies that are they're following you everywhere right but you guys also sponsor all the after parties your podcast is a karaoke podcast so people come on your podcast and they do karaoke right
2: Exactly. And that's, and we, I try to tie those things in together nicely, right? So, yeah. The podcast is called Friday Night Karaoke. Uh, and when we go to conferences, we're sponsoring, like you said, the after party. And often the after party is a big karaoke party, right? Yeah. So, it, it, we try to tie it all in. And then, of course, you know, we're filming at the party and posting it on the the web page for friday night karaoke i'm posting it on the mo puppet like there's a lot of crossover and we try to use the it sounds technical though like you try to use those assets why wi- you know wisely <laughs> right but like we try to like build we in try the to repurpose
0: that content
2: yeah you know we're trying to we try to make everyone have a good time and 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 to the previous point yeah we're there we're throwing the after party we're uh, the, i want people to remember us there you know we try to The groupies I guess like you said Maybe it's a few but it's it's because well, I mean I include myself like that. in
0: that in that click You know in the yeah. whole groupie click because I'm like where Where's Mike and, and Joe I want to be where they're at Where are they at? oh they're at the party now I, I will Admit though that the after parties I, I typically just make a pass I show up and I make mm-hmm. a round And then I, I, I might exit Cause I am so old and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I can't do this, but I need to, I want to, I feel like I miss out every time. And I think that's more of my point is that I feel I have that FOMO, you know, I want to be there, but my old ass just can't keep up. So, (laughs) so you guys do an amazing job of doing that. And every after party that you guys throw is slammed and people are literally talking about it through the conference. Oh, when is karaoke? When's the party? When When's the Mopod party? And you guys have done such a tremendous job of tying that all together and building that community around your brand. Mm -hmm. So you've got these hardcore supporters and we'll we'll call them groupies just for fun. But you've done such just a a tremendous job there and you're tying all these components together. Was, Was that intentional or did you stumble through that process and go, oh, this whole community thing, this is a huge benefit to the brand?
2: Yeah, even if it was an accident, I'd say it was intentional. But it actually <laughs> was intentional. We we love throwing the after party. Everything that we do is like we're good at throwing parties. We love doing it. I yeah love nothing more than walking around with a bottle of of whiskey or Fireball and and just like hand, and pouring it over into people and like and getting everybody to to have a great time and getting people you are the and,
1: ultimate bottle girl
2: yes i am definitely a shot girl like in, in it at heart you know like that's, that's <laughs> it you know it's a
1: uh... rebranding <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's something that we love doing and the the funny thing is that even there's been a lot of people that would hang out with us and have drinks with us and come to our parties and and chill and then after like hours and we're having a great time they're like what do you do anyway you know like uh, it's it's a weird problem to have is often like the brand dominates what we actually do like people know the brand oh i reckon like you said the t-shirt i, I know the t-shirt i know the brand you got nice i love the logo and you're hanging out And you're buying me drinks And are throwing we sing at karaoke and then like the next day people are like that was awesome like you guys are awesome uh, what do you do you know like yeah. and they don't even know what we do at that point so it's it's a little it's sometimes it's a little weird but i don't care about that right like, you know
0: it's so it's, interesting because i get the same thing with the red hat mm-hmm. they know the red hat they know the right. red hat guy they see the red hat at all the uh, all the conferences and all the networking meetings and all of this and that but they don't they don't know what the red hat's all about what is what do you even do dude yeah it's yeah. a solid brand Yeah, Is it? Because how do you convert that then? How have you managed to, you get that recognition, you get that attention and the t-shirt and we're going to describe it for those that are just listening. I mean, it's a smiley face that you literally built out of a set of headphones. You just took a yellow circle, turned a pair of over the ear canister headphones upside down. The earmuffs are the eyes and then the headpiece is the smiley face. It's the most ingenious thing I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know if you debuted it beforehand, but I think the first time I saw it was at PodFest, uh, maybe 22 or 21. How long Some, is that? Yeah, maybe
2: one, year, one of those years. Yeah. yeah uh,
0: I, I hadn't seen it before. And then you showed up at the next one. I was like, holy shit, that is amazing. These and are, it's so simple.
2: These are these are actually my headphones. So like that I took, oh, I sat God, there with like, sure like pencils in it to hold it apart, you know, and like get it to the right thing and took the photograph. And I've got an amazing, amazing graphic designer and uh, and and I draw everything on crayons with him and, and then he makes it uh, into reality. So uh, it's funny.
1: Cause the first time I saw it, I didn't immediately realize it's a smiley face. And I walked past your exhibit ex- exhibit, whatever <laughs> we're going to call it. <laughs> I walked past it a few times and then suddenly it hit me and I'm like oh my God, it's genius. And I love it. (laughs) Thanks. I think one of the things that are commonly misunderstood with branded podcasts Mm. is that the podcast is supposed to be about the brand. And that's, that's so incorrect because if you were to start a podcast that all that you talk about is how to run an ad for your podcast, you're going to have one episode. And then what do you talk about? But with a branded podcast, the idea is to talk about the values and the kinds of things that your brand stands for. So like if Jeep were to start a podcast, I think they have one. They talk about adventure and things like that, things that they really stand for so that you start to think about those values in line with that brand. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think you guys do so well because you do it really unconventionally. Like your brand is what what Mopod does is help advertise podcasts. So you grow your podcast through advertisements but your podcast is karaoke because your brand values are things like the fun and the party and the music. And yet it works so well for you guys. You've just done such a great job at showing that those values and that alignment.
2: Well, thanks. That's, that's good uh, job. Th- thank you. Very <laughs> much. Thank you that. for coming
0: on our podcast. We yeah. just want to praise you for the yeah. half hour. This would be amazing. No. This, this is the uh,
1: Joe show today.
2: So, no, so, no, so, no, so I do. I do want to throw in a couple of, uh, of, interesting facts. So I think that a lot of people miss the mark when they go to events, like you said earlier, you know, uh, there's thousands of exhibits at thousands of events across the country. And most of them are not very memorable at all, you know? Uh, And it looks like, you know, Oh, we do a software thing. And there's like a a, a blue circle and, and we stand there and, and it's like, and like, Oh, we have hand sanitizer and, you know, and like, (laughs) And it's like, all right, great. You know, like fantastic. Like, I I feel like they're doing that. And then do they get some business? Probably. Right. Cause that's the majority of the booths out there. It's like, all right, they, they got, they got the pens with their logo on it. Fantastic. And that one next door has got hand sanitizer and they got the bowl full of Hershey's kisses. So that's cool. You know? Oh, you missed that one—the bowl full-house. No, it's just
0: that we have a conference coming up that we're sponsoring, and we're going to have a bowl of rice crispy treat. So now I'm feeling a little—I'm feeling a little targeted right now. That's Joe. what we were
1: going to do, and I hard Yikes. vetoed. I am so excited yeah. for this one. We're going to be exhibitors, nice. um, and I was really intentional with what we we're going to do. And instead of it being something that's like a pen with a logo or something uh-huh. that everybody does, everything we're going to be giving away is actually handmade. Like Let's we. Hear it. Um, so we're doing brand um build make your own brand like friendship bracelet with your brand mm-hmm. on it and nice. then handmade earrings that I'm making. And I'm just so excited about it because it's rare to go to a conference and not be handed something that's just so mass-produced. Right. And it that just makes it more true. personal and meaningful.
2: Yes.
0: I don't hey, know. Joe, maybe I just I'm just love weird. making bracelets and earrings. That's just something that I love to do in my spare time.
2: So now so, between uh, now and then, Larry, are you <laughs> gonna be sitting there with the string and yeah, sir. With his girly
1: hands, and thread when he's not making Legos, he'll he will be making bracelets.
0: <laughs> but Joe, going back to what you were saying, that everybody's just kind of doing the whole static thing. Can you continue on that train of thought? Because I interrupted, and I apologize for that. Because I think you're right. going to make a really valid point.
2: Yeah, uh, every time I do a booth, and it doesn't have to be expensive. I've done plenty of booths on a budget. There's some nice booths out there where you're like like you know oh the spotify booth and they have a freaking barista and oh yeah a yeah. tiki bar and you know it's like oh man that's beautiful right like you go to the the, the 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 megaphone booth you go to some and they're like amazing you know right? like and then you're like fuck i can't spend that kind of cash to make a booth i don't we're, i'm not getting the 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 reclaimed wood right <laughs> to make my bar here and like it's like so you have to do what you have to do and I've done plenty of booths where it's like, listen, you go to Amazon, you get some shit delivered, right? You get a, get a couch, get a table, get something leather, right? Like get something nice. Right. And like, then when you're at the booth, put it on freaking Craigslist, you know, put it on Facebook marketplace in that local area or something and sell it at the end. You know, I've done, I've done this so many times. I would buy, I buy a freaking couch all sorts of things. And then just sell the stuff at the end. People back, pick it up on Sunday afternoon between two and five o'clock when the breakdown is, you know, and people just walk in and and be like, Oh, here's your couch. Bring a buddy, you know, like get it out of here, you know, and then I'd sell it for almost what I pay for. And the booth cost almost nothing. But the meantime, it looked great. There's definitely things you can do to, uh, make a, a really nice, fancy booth or something at least creative, something that's off the charts. Like that people, uh, will remember for, for not a lot of money. I did a booth once. right, and, and it was a huge conference and there was tons of big, the, the big booths, right? Like all the big names were there. Right. And I'm like, I can't compete with this. I got this little freaking 10 by 10 booth. I'm one of 500 of them, you know, like uh, how, how do I, how do I get some people to, give a shit, right? When they just walk by and they don't want to make eye contact, right? They're walking <laughs> by and you, 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 you've you, done it, right? You walk walking by the booth hall oh, and yeah. like, like, you make talk. eye contact. They're like, hey, how are you? Can yeah. I tell you about my... And you're like, oh, for the fuck's I don't want to... <laughs> I just wanted to stare at your booth for a minute and, and see if you're giving out good swag." and yeah, then wanna... right? <laughs> the, the amount of like times eating.
1: I said, I just want to grab this, sorry, bye, yeah. and then I run I just, in the other direction.
2: Yeah, I just need a pen. Sorry, yeah. can I take a, a hat with the... Uh... Yeah, so... I'm like, how do I not be that? Our thing was about like, don't flush your stuff, right? So I ordered two toilet bowls from Amazon and put up a big tile background, like the white tiles with graffiti all over it. And, and that was our booth. was two toils, toilets sitting there in the middle of the platform with the, with the toilet cleaner next to it and the tank and everything and, and the graffitied up wall behind me. And then, of course, I'm like, let me make this a little, a little more fun. So I, I opened the Open the toilet and filled it with ice, stuffed it with beers. And people would come by and be like, they, they'd they do a double take and be like, What is going on here? Why am I what is what is happening? Right. So people had to stop and walk in. I'd be like, Oh, come over here, I'll explain what we do. Come take a seat on the toilet next to me. You know, and people would sit down on the toilet. Very intimate I would, setting. Yeah, they'd sit down on the toilet next to me, like, this is a little uncomfortable and weird. And and their friends would sit there and take pictures of them Of course. Like, that's, that's social media right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know how many people came over? I, there must've been a thousand pictures over those four days of people just sitting on the toilets and yep. taking pictures of themselves, toilet selfies w- of, of, in our booth. And I would open the toilet and be like, Hey, here you go. Here's a beer. And we would have a beer sitting there talking about business, drinking a beer out of the toilet. And it was like the best thing ever. And then of course, at the end, I'm like, all right, you know, how do you I sell the toilets? Yeah, Somebody's got to, somebody's got to <laughs> do this. So I, like the crew that worked at the hotel was like, it was like, what's with the toilets? I'm like, I'm like, you need to remodel your bathroom and like take a toilet, you know? And they, so they both, they all took the toilets out of there and they took the toilet brushes and cleaners. I didn't have to pay for, to get rid of all the stuff, you know? Cause there's always like this cleanup fee at the hotel and sure. blah, blah, Yep. I didn't have to pay to get, they just, they took it all away from me and I just walked out of there and had, had a good time. And, and it was, and it was, it cost me nothing, you know? And it was, it was just a booth that was like well thought out and silly and way off the charts. And, Everybody had to walk up there, and everybody took pictures with my big logo in the background, you know, and pictures of us, and 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 sat down in the toilets, and 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 just and had to find out what we do because there's toilets sitting in the middle of the room, right? So you can definitely do things on a a budget if you just think about it and just try to be a little creative.
1: I'm just thinking of when they got home, like to their wives, like, "Hey, honey, what'd you get at the conference? Oh, I got some pens and a notebook and a toilet."
2: Yeah, I drank beer out of a toilet. (laughs) That's my husband.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's my husband. I'm proud. Yep. You know, so you got me going, okay, what are we going to do? Cause we, you know, we got that spark Christian media Conference conferences coming up here in Houston in, in a couple of months at the end of September there. So, well, what can we do? Cause I don't think toilets would go over well uh, in the Christian community. It might be a little offensive there. So know. yeah, probably got to think of something a little more wholesome. Uh, but we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. So Joe, do you have a book or anything, man? Because you're filled with all these ingenious ideas. And I think people could learn so much from you. If you had a book, is there something out there where people can read your and and get an idea of what's going on in in that big brain of yours?
2: I, I don't have a book. I would prefer them to listen to your podcast, actually. And oh, just take some, see, I love it. Suck That's, it all in. you know. This is,
0: I just t- tossed you a softball and you just hit a home run, man. I right? appreciate that. it for you. So, <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, well, Joe, do us a favor, man. Tell us where people can find you, find out more about Mopod and uh, how yeah. they can reach out and, and talk to you, man.
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, Mopod, if you if you have a podcast and you're looking to advertise it and get more people listening to your podcast, you could check us out at Mopod.com, M-O-W-P-O-D.com. Uh, if you like to sing and whether you're pretty good or great or not very good at all, and you want to check out our podcast, uh, it is Friday Night Karaoke, and you can get that on all of the major podcasts. Uh, and if you're interested in actually singing with our group on Friday Night Karaoke, you go to Facebook and search for the Friday Night Karaoke Facebook group. Uh, it is free to join. We've got probably 16,000 people uh, as, as wow. members in our Friday Night Karaoke group, uh, posting songs all the time. Uh, we pick a new theme of the week and sometimes it's country, sometimes it's acoustic week, sometimes I think this week is punk week. So definitely check it out. It's a lot of fun uh, and you, can, you don't have to sing. You can just listen and click like and add comments and listen to our podcast. So that's pretty much how to do it. So mopod.com uh, or check us out at Friday Night Karaoke uh, on, on anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: Amazing. That's all you got amazing. This is wow.
1: the part we're really good at. We're so good at the wrap up. Oh my No, God, it hilarious. is just a plus every time.
0: Tell you what, Joel, that <laughs> is amazing. I, I, I'm so glad that we had you on this episode of the podcast, sharing your insight into building a brand, building a community and just thinking differently about your brand has been super, super insightful. And I'm confident that the audience has found a lot of value in it. And I hope so man, man I I know so I just know so so everybody that's listening confirm that for me if you found some value in this episode do us all a favor right now smash that subscribe button so we can continue to bring you this amazing content each and every week and with that I'm Larry Roberts
1: I'm Sarah Lacy I will talk to you next week.